Hey, what's up guys? This is Calvin, uh, sitting here on my balcony in New York City. Um, I've been thinking about, a lot about um, the situation we're in here with the coronavirus and the pandemic, the shutdowns, all of that stuff, right? Um, as it stands right now, for example, I wouldn't be able to get back into the country if I leave the country. My parents are um, 81 and 84 years old. Um, they're doing fine. They're in good health. Um, so there's no, you know, I'm not really concerned about them. But if they were to get ill or anything like that, well, I could go visit them. If they were to pass away, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. But if it did, you know, I would be able to go there a funeral, but I, then I wouldn't be able to come back home to my home in New York anytime soon. I would be stuck outside of the country. So, and it, so this is definitely affecting me personally. Also, I have two kids. They're 12 and 15. They live in Denmark with their mom. I haven't seen them since December. They're supposed to be here in April. They're supposed to be here in July. They're not able to enter the country again. I could go visit them there, but then I wouldn't be able to come back home either. So, so stuff is definitely happening. And, and I know this is just like a small, tiny microcosm of how it affects so many other people, right? I've been very fortunate that it, it hasn't really affected my business negatively. We were already a fully remote company. We serve other uh, small businesses that are remote and companies that want to go remote or go, go online. So we've been fine through this. Um, but I can't help but think, you know, so, so I, got, I got sick uh, pretty early on. I think the last time I had a fever was 10 years ago. And I ended up having a fever for three days. I lost my sense of smell for for a week or something. And I was like, <laughs> I was a little like nervous at that, at that when I discovered that because I like I really appreciate my sense of smell, uh, but thankfully it came back and and it's been fine. Um, and I think it was probably COVID. I don't know. I haven't gotten tested. I don't. I don't really care to. Um, and then my wife had had you know similar symptoms and she was down for like a week. It was, and then we've both both been fine ever since. Um, and I honestly think, like, so so from early on, every indicator that I saw was that this thing was way less uh, fatal. Like, it's essentially what it comes down to is immune system. Let me back up a second and say the reason I'm talking about this is because it's on my mind, but also what I'm here to do is expose and challenge any misrepresentations of truth that are out there. That is my objective. I want to find the, the hill that I'm prepared to die on is the hill of truth, of integrity, of, of just discover what is real here. What is the truth? And from everything that I've seen, this virus comes down to immune system. If your immune system is fine, you're fine. Like really, like completely fine. All right. Um, you may be sick for a couple of days and that's it. There don't seem to be any long-term consequences. It's like, you know, I, it's much, much, much better to just contract it and get it over with and then go back, go, go about your daily life, uh, get your daily life. than it is to live, you know, month after month after month in fear of this virus, right? Like, I've noticed people here in New York are having a hard time just even having eye contact, right? Like you were wearing masks and like you can't see if the other person is smiling or not. Like 
I think I think this whole this whole lockdown, this whole staying isolated, this whole being in this state of fear, fear of other people, fear of social contact, fear of eye contact. I think that is way more harmful to us. Like we don't understand as a society, we don't understand how powerful our mind is on our bodies, right? Like our mental state has a huge impact on our physical well-being and our physical health and the ability of diseases to to get into our system, right? To to catch on with us. Like you know, every single double blind test study of a new drug, right, is is double blind because we know that there's a placebo effect which is to say that we know that the human mind has an effect on the body that if you believe you're taking a drug that's going to cure you then chances are you're going to get cured just from believing that you're taking that drug right and we're so we know with absolute certainty that this is real this is happening this is a thing we're not taking that seriously at all we're not taking that seriously at all right the the you know living in this state of lack of social contact we're social beings we were meant to be together you know sitting in a room with someone i was just in 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 with with um matt my ceo in denver for a week a couple weeks ago just actually spending time together in person working out and working and cooking and eating and all these things like gives you energy right it's 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 it feeds you it nourishes my your soul my soul you know sitting on a zoom call all day i feel fucking drained at the end of the day right like zoom fatigue is a real thing like it's it ain't the same guys it's not the same i'm sick and tired of this like society moving to all fucking virtual like i've been i was i was gonna go to tony robbins upw event back in march in san jose that got canceled then it got moved to uh dallas this month then that got canceled and he tried to push me on to like a virtual version of the upw i have zero interest in going to a virtual upw zero interest whatsoever now i'm also signed up for date with destiny in december that's moving virtual too. I'm, I have zero interest in going to a virtual event. I want it. I want the in-person live experience. Anyway, the all of the data that I've seen is that this disease, and this isn't also like, the, all the data I've seen is like, it, it doesn't affect young like kids, right? It doesn't affect kids. They're they can't they don't they don't contract it, and they also don't carry it, right? So there's no reason that schools should be closed. No reason that I can think of that schools should be closed. And again having kids home from school is harmful to them right like maybe they're in a toxic environment maybe they just i mean kids need to be out and playing with their friends right teaching kids that friends are dangerous is a terrible development and this has been going on for for a long long time uh there's a book that i love called free range kids like we it used to be that you know you just let your kids roam around free right like they could just do go around and get in trouble right like that's what you did i we you know my brother and i we would climb trees and we would fall down and we would hurt ourselves and that's part of growing up it's part of being a kid and now it's like oh no you know there's all this like oh this is dangerous this is dangerous this could happen i've noticed this with my own kids too like they're they like they've been instructed to be so careful of their their uh, the cars on the tiny tiny road that they live on like 
these cars go less than five miles an hour and they're very careful and it's like a little private commune so everybody knows each other and yet like as soon as they see a car like hundreds of yards away they you can see their bodies tense up and they're like <gasps> careful and like scrambling to go to the side living in that kind of state of fear of the world is not really is not helpful at all it's it's terrible like fear living in a constant state of anxiety is harmful to human beings at a deep deep level physically psychologically emotionally spiritually it's not healthy i'm gonna have a zip of my tea here a sip not a zip Mm. so again not harmful to kids not really harmful to people with that don't have a compromised immune system right and that's the kicker is is living in a state of fear and anxiety is gonna harm your immune system there's all kinds of data too showing that you know married people do better people with more friends are more healthy like social connection is a huge part of stimulating us and making us positive and improving our immune system right so my i think that our whole approach to this virus is making it a lot worse we're shutting down the economy. Businesses are shutting down. I just heard the other day um, of a dance studio in Manhattan that that reopened and they were doing all the security precautions, all that like safety theater bullshit that we have to do now with the with the masks and the and the um, and the distancing and all that stuff, which I I think is complete crap. Like. Yes, I'm, I'm not saying that masks and social distancing, distancing isn't doing something to help to stop the spread. I'm sure it does something, but I don't think that it is going to be, it's clearly not stopping the spread, right? We've locked down, we've you know, have mask mandate, we have all this stuff, social distancing for months and months, and the virus is still spreading. I think at this point, it's just like, all right, protect the elderly protect the ones with compromised immune systems and then let it rip let it rip i don't think there's any other way forward here i'm sorry but i don't think that there is um and on that note i don't we don't have good data on how bad that actually would be because of this whole like deliberate misrepresentation of stats right like you know people being counted as dead of COVID when they de- died with COVID, right? Died of a stabbing wound or a car accident and then chalked up as COVID death because they got tested after they got were died, they were dead or whatever. And they t- it turned out they had COVID, right? So all these uh, shenanigans that make mean that we have, z- we can have, you know, I have zero trust in the official data or not zero, like, but we, I have very little trust in the official data, right? So there's a good case to be made that the vast majority of the people that have died and chalked up to COVID were probably, they would have died of something within three to six to nine months or something like that. So it just, it, it moved up the timeline a little bit, but they were, they would have died of something anyway. They're fairly easily, easily knocked over, right? It's too bad. Yeah, it's terrible. Let's, let's do everything that we can to protect those people. But we can't shut down the entire country because of it. Because the harm of that is just so much greater. Just so much greater, greater. Suicide, depression, drug addiction, businesses shut down, dreams, you know, uh, 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 doused, right? Dreams killed. Um, 
And like anyone who's resilient already is going to do okay here. Like, you know, you adapt and you grow and you learn. And that's, that's the challenge for each and every one of us, right? But everyone else who were already struggling, they're just going to be struggling harder. And we had plenty of people in this country that were already struggling and they're not doing much better. So back to the dance studio that I was talking about. So dance studio in Manhattan, they were doing everything right. And then someone ratted them out for something that like something that they missed, right? Whatever. Or maybe claimed, claimed that they missed or whatever. And like, we don't, I don't know whom. And then, you know, some inspector came and then they got shut down, but not just shut down as in like, no, you need to lock down a gun, but shut down for good kicked out of the the place the lease and just like completely shut down like you know nuked right was that a competitor right like what happened there this whole vindictiveness from the government and like overreach from the government where like the government like andrew cuomo saying like ah if you if you keep violating these orders we're gonna you know you know lock we're gonna punish you and lock down like you know businesses losing their licenses like you know restaurants losing their liquor licenses or their opera business licenses and all of that stuff it's i mean this is soviet union style uh behavior like it's it's really not it's terrifying and it's terrible that you can like the dance studio again that someone if this is what happened and i don't know all the details right but um that that you can invoke the government to shut down someone that you don't like. Maybe it's a competitor, you know. And generally, there's a book that I read um, some years ago called, I think it's called Three Felons a Day. Like, we've gotten to a place in this country where we have so many laws that, that each and every one of us is pretty much committing three felonies a day, and we're not even aware of it. Which means that now the government can get to you anytime they want because just keep digging enough and you're going to find you're going to find some felons that you committed felonies that you committed right simply because there are just so many laws on the books that none of us really know what they are and it's pra- practically impossible to follow all of them um which is obviously not helpful so my mission here is like just first of all like just expose what's going on and be be real with each other about what is actually going on like you know, and and it's really hard not to to think that there is a deliberate bias in the media in in what is what the story that's being told, the narrative that's being told, right? Like um, keep recording, put reporting on case counts, which is completely irrelevant, right? If the thing is not dangerous at all, it doesn't matter how many gets it. Like, in fact, we want as many people as possible to get it so that they can build antibodies. I mean, that is, that is what a vaccine is, right? Is you, you inject the disease, um, not so much to make, not enough to make you sick, but enough to make your, your body start to build antibodies. That is what a vaccine is. So, um, so in that case, we want the case numbers to go up dramatically, but what we really need to look at, the only count that really matters is the number of deaths. And for that, we need to be honest about that and not conflate dying with COVID and dying of COVID. And also would be really, really helpful to see, you know, how many of these people were likely to have died of something within, say, a year 
and just so we so we know what we what we're working with right but that's not what we're seeing so yeah my goal is challenge misrepresentations of truth get to what the truth is of this situation from everything that i've seen and this has stayed consistent for a month it's this whole lockdown situation is completely completely and utterly misguided like who who benefited from this who are benefiting from this like only people who are already doing well right only people who are already doing well i mean amazon honestly so i have i have shares in amazon and they're worth a truck ton more now than they were you know at the beginning of the year i actually bought some last year at like close to 2000 and then it dropped because it was on a tear and i was like shit let me buy in before it goes up higher and then it dropped down to about 1800 and kind of stayed there for hovered there for a long time then COVID hit right then the pandemic came now they're over 3000 these years so i've made bank on this shit um but i'm not out to make bank on this i want regular people to ha- be able to have a life and a business and and you just see other people, you know? See other people, be real, be a human again. Um, and it's it's crazy to me that we've we've gotten this far away from just just common sense and, and like the underlying thing is this is this fear. Fear, fear, fear fear of disease, fear of death. Keep in, I mean, keep in mind, death is a natural part of life. It really is. We're supposed to die, right? There are other, there are other uh, civilizations, there are other um, places in the world where they have a much more dignified relationship with death, um, where it's not seen as something awful, right? Like, it's the natural end. We're here for a period of time and we do our work and then we, we go get out of here right um this idea that we need to keep people alive forever um our souls are eternal right our souls are eternal so we don't we don't die i don't die my physical body dies right my physical incarnation dies and that's natural it's supposed to right whenever it's supposed to god is in charge of that like god knows knows when I'm supposed to die and God will make sure that I die at that time, right? Like it's not, it's not up to me. If God wanted me to be dead right now, I would be dead right now. Clearly God wants me to be alive right now. That's how I look at it. It's, it's not up to me, right? I do my work, I do my thing, and then I die when I die. Um, there, there's a um, great audio by um, Ram Das, who by the way also passed recently, um, as far as I know, not, not COVID related. Um, Ram Das, I forget what it's called. I have the audio book. Um, it's like, a ten, I think it's like a 10 hour thing. Yeah. I bought it on audible. It's phenomenal. There's like so much good stuff in there. But one of the things in there that he talks about is, is this place in India where people go to die. I think they go there when they know they're about to die and there's this like peace and calm and dignity at this place like they all know that they're they're about to you know take the ticket is that the expression um and they're almost like pitying the the people who are not about to die because they're like you know you're 
going around all frantic and excited, ex- ex- anxious and, and, you know, um, nervous and stressed out and, you know, just like chill, chill, man, chill for fuck's sake. Like just enjoy life a little bit. Right. Like if we live life so scared of dying that we're not really living, why the fuck are we even bothering with this thing? Why? Why? Right. If every day it's just this like anxious, you know, move to get through the day so that we may survive another day. Why? 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 If that's all you got, why? We're here for a time and then we're gone. That's it. And then we'll come back in a different body, in a different context, with a different purpose. Like, stop taking life so seriously, guys. Stop taking yourself so seriously. Like, this is all just... This is all just the illusion. It really is. It's just... doesn't mean that we don't get into it. Like, you watch a movie and you enjoy it. Right? But it's all just part of the big illusion. We're here for a time. Make the most of it. Find out who you're here to become, what you're here to do. Your purpose, right? Find your purpose. Go for that. Find work every day on becoming who you're here to become. And that person ain't fucking scared, I'll tell you that. That person that you're here to become is not scared. So if you're living in a state of anxiety, you're doing it wrong. It's okay to feel fear. It's great to feel fear. It's awesome to feel fear. And then you breathe. You breathe into that fear. You let it go. Deep sigh. And then you feel the excitement underneath that fear. And then you live from excitement. You live from a state of excitement. That's what you do. That's when you're alive. Fuck that anxiety bullshit. It's not helpful. It's not helpful. It's not what you're meant to do. It was not how life's supposed to be. My, my friend and mentor, Banked Valentino Anderson, he was one of the one, one guys, ones that actually pointed out very early on that this coronavirus thing is nothing, is not a big deal. Immune system is the name of the game, guys. Take some vitamin D and stay happy. Stay social. Stay connected. Work out daily. All right, today is Saturday. It's my non-workout day. So I only did 45 minutes of Puffy. Go to bvafit.com and sign up for Puffy, by the way. You will not regret it. It's freaking awesome. I love it so much. And yes, that is my, my site. I'm, I partner with Banked to bring that to you because it's so amazing. So do all those things and then you have nothing to worry about problem is that most Americans are so disconnected from their bodies, right? A lot of people in the West are very disconnected from their bodies. And so you kind of just want to outsource your, your body to your, your doctor or like wear a mask. There's plenty of studies showing that wearing a mask actually makes you more likely to contract uh, an influenza-like disease, right? So you may be protecting someone else by keeping your you know bodily fluids closer to you, but you are um, increasing the likelihood that you get sick. Plus, like, just breathing your own air like that. I mean, like, how, how does anyone think that that could be particularly healthy to wear a mask and breathe through a mask all the time? 
and like rebreathe your same your same air for, rather than get something new. I don't understand that. Um, so yeah, build your own immune system. So Bengt's father, his name is Ole. He he passed away, but he he wrote a book that I love. Um, I can actually kind of I actually want to get it translated. I should get back on that game. And in there, he talks about this exam stomach. So notice for yourself right now, how is your belly? Is it tight? Your lower belly, is it tight? Is there tension down there? Or is it free, relaxed, and open? It should be free, relaxed, and open. When you stand up, in fact, you, your belly should be like hanging out a little bit. That's healthy. Most of us live with a lot of tension there. We pull it in because we think it looks better and... You know, we end up breathing shallow and we, we carry a lot of tension down there because we're constantly living in this constant state of anxiety. We're constantly afraid of something, saying the wrong thing, doing the wrong thing, you know, of, um, of offending anyone and um, of getting sick, right? Of, um, of not succeeding, of being a failure, a loser, all these things. I used to live that way. Absolutely, I did. I used to live that way. And it's not healthy. And it's getting worse. It's getting a lot worse. So fear, guys, fear is enemy number one. I don't want to make it an enemy. But get over the fear. (sighs) Relax. Breathe into the present moment. Right now, you're okay. Read spiritual books. Read Byron Katie. Go pick up Ram Dass. His audio stuff is amazing. Ellen Watts is fantastic. Like, immerse yourself in this stuff. Immerse yourself in it. Stuart Wilde is phenomenal. All right, really get into this so that you get to, you get to experience that moment of ah, just complete freedom. Pafai also is great. BBA yoga, which is also part of the BBA club. Again, I'm not saying this because like, I'm not doing all this to just promote that stuff. I'm doing this to help you. But like, get past that fear. Do not, that, I think this is the thing that annoys me the most about society as it is today, is that we, we pat ourselves on the back of like being afraid. Oh, it's for safety. Oh, it's for safety. And then we think that we're doing good. We're not, we're doing harm. We're making shit worse by this over, like, this inc- like overdone focus on safety being driven by fear like a friend of mine had a baby a couple years ago and like i went to see them and i was like gonna you know grab you know give this baby you know my index finger and so they could grab which is what babies do right and then they're like whoa whoa, stop 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 first like hand sanitizer i'm like i didn't say anything but i'm like are you crazy like you don't understand the first thing about how humans function do you like you want your baby to get all kinds of germs because they, you want them to build their immune system, right? If you go through life never never getting to build your immune system, never getting spokes to germs, you're going to be like you're going to be easily knocked over when a virus hits like covid, right? It's not it's not a way to live. It's not how we're supposed to live. It's not how the human body was supposed to work. So yeah, get over your fear, guys. Make that your number one priority. There's Sherry Huber has a great book called The Fear Book. Also, there's tons of great literature on this stuff. Make fear your number one focus. Getting over fear, getting from fear to excitement. Right? 
<sighs> fear to calm, fear to presence. That should be your number one move. And then start living life again. Life is for the living, not the half dead. Don't be half dead. Don't be one of the fog people that just believe whatever the fuck is thrown at them by the media. It's not helpful, guys. It's not helpful. <sighs> Breathe, relax, think for yourself. Go be curious. Be curious. The worst is when people think they have all the answers. That's not that's not the way to grow and be curious. Be keep an open mind and an open heart. And get over your fear. Alright, have a great, great day, guys. Love you. Thanks for being here. See you soon. Bye. Uh, we are done. 